Welcome to Pound That Button, a PlayStation podcast hosted by people who play PlayStation. I'm CJ, and as always, we are. Jo- I'm joined by uh, Alex and Hunter. Yo. Hey. So uh, this week, one correction we want to make from last week's episode, uh, Tony Hawk did not come out last week. Whoops. Fun fact that we found out after uh, recording the episode. It actually comes out uh, this Friday, September 4th, as of we're recording this episode. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed not to see it around in the fucking store. Yeah, I was, was like, it's too. out. I'm like, <laughs> I was, uh, I was super fucking sad too. Like, I, like I was like, oh, it's coming out this week, and then I looked in the store. I'm like, oh, it's, uh, it's not there. I kept seeing all these people do the demos and then like have review copies of it, and I'm like, oh, it must come out soon if they got review copies already. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, Mobby, Mobby. I mean, I think, is, it is pretty soon, not for nothing. Yeah, yeah I wasn't I think, that wrong. I just wasn't right. <laughs> I think the I think the thing that we got confused with was the fact that uh, like the demo for like the game that like you get if you like pre-order like the warehouse demo. I think that came out the date that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. We're we're not good games journalists. That's the only started. thing I can think of as to why we okay. thought it was coming out. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, so games that are for yeah. sure coming out this week until we're corrected next week. Uh, on the 25th, is a game called No Straight Roads. Seems cool. The art style reminds me of Psychonauts, so that's always fun. Yeah. CJ, do you know anything about this? Uh, Very little. I mean, like, I've seen, I've seen some gameplay. It looks fun. It's like, I think it was turn-based. I could be wrong. Weird. My, but... my boy Sean has it. Not, um, not our boy Sean. My college boy Sean. He's yeah. got uh he he was playing it the other day and streaming it, but I didn't get a chance to check it out. But uh he says it's yeah, fun. It so you know, and anything that has like a psychonauts you, creepy a review. art style. No no no, not that Sean, yeah. different Sean. Oh. Sean posted a review <laughs> on um God, what was it called? Like some early development game called like Way of Life and it's like a survival game. I don't, I don't think it was called Way of Life. Sounds horrible. <laughs> it on. didn't it didn't I don't look think it was. fun. Uh, next this up is, is uh, Giraffe, Giraffe and Annika, which uh-huh. seems like a cool little anime, like, art style th- game, so that's cool. Didn't really get a t- chance to check that out. Got a little lazy this week. Uh, Vader Immortal VR, Alex, do you have any experience with that? Not a VR, but, like, any gameplay stuff, because I know you're a big Star Wars man. Yeah, I think we actually talked about this a little bit in our, uh, first episode, when it got announced that it was yeah. going to be coming to... PSVR. Uh, so if you want to hear our opinions and our little thoughts on that, you should go back and listen to our first episode. But yeah, it looks really good. Coolio. Uh, someone put down the suicide of Rachel Foster. Um, what's that? I don't know what that is. I, I just want to saw say, that it was coming out. <laughs> I think I remember hearing about it, and I want to say that it's it's like it's like one of the walking simulator games, like you know, like the uh, the Finch. more like story the more story heavy game, mm, like as okay. opposed to like. I think I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm again, a fan of those games. Again, a lot of the games coming out this week aren't like on the top of the list of like hype levels. So yeah, and that comes out the 26th. Yeah, uh, of last week or this week, whatever we're recording. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered comes out the 27th. That's cool. I never played Crystal Chronicles, but uh, it always looked fun. I'm, I'm just not came a big... out on the 27th. We're recording yeah. this on the 29th. <laughs> yeah, I know. It came out this week that that, that we are living. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We should maybe switch up the formula and do next week's games. So then on Tuesday when we release the episode, we talk about the games that are coming out that week. Work in progress. 
I mean, we could. I mean, we could do that. We it's could also. Do that. Also, there might just be a chance that we'd actually play maybe one of the games if it's actually like a game we're interested <laughs> that released last week. I wanted to play Mortal Shell, but then I looked at my games, my game stack, and I went, Mortal Shell can wait. Yeah, <laughs> I have so much better <laughs> shell. To play. The evil shell. Yeah, same with uh, Captain Tsubasa. I'm like, I can wait. Uh, what's up, Hy- Hypnospace Outlaw? Fucking, that sounds awesome. It, it's a game. Those are a lot of trigger words for me. I kind of like that. <laughs> no space outlaw. He, he doesn't even know what it is, but he's all about it, folks. Nah, it sounds like a comic book I would read the shit out of, so you never know. Maybe I'll check it out. Uh, last Campfire, indie game where you uh, hang out around a campfire. <laughs> That's what the game is. <laughs> game of the year. It's another one of those um, like indie art style um, bastion type games, uh, but a little more slice of lifey than action heavy. So, Coolio, I'm gonna do a better job of watching the launch trailers when they actually drop next week instead of just going. That's a game. Yeah, you gotta pay attention a little uh, better. Something I know about Captain Tsubasa: Rise of New Champions, anime soccer game. Looks yeah, like boy. Mario Strikers meets any anime. Plus, it's original uh- anime, so. Heard a lot of good things about this game. People really be liking it. Yeah, because the problem with me for so, the soccer games, like the FIFA, it, it just doesn't seem like it'd be fun to play. It's too far away, just like the actual game. Like I don't know, but this one looks like it's a little bit closer. There's like superpower shots you can do where you like kick the ball and it becomes like fire and it seems cool. There's also like fight scenes where you can like kick the shit out of the other players or something. Crap out of them. That's why it's, I was like very strikers esque. Oh man. Uh, Madden NFL 21. Cool. Football. Whatever. America. It looks fine. Yeah, it looks like more of the same. So if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you know. I'm, I'm more privy to Street Ball back yeah. in the OG days. But street Ball. <laughs> NFL Street Ball 2. That's my jam. Uh, Project Cars 3. It's the third one. It looks fine. <laughs> I was never interested in Project Cars 1 or 2, so this is a, the third game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really like playing car games too much. I only like no, Need for Speed. Cargo Vroom. Yeah, sure do. Yeah. That's all I know. Uh, Wasteland 3. It's more of the same Wasteland, but with better story, so they say when you're sitting at GameStop and the ad plays. <laughs> I was at GameStop the other day and I'm like, Wasteland 3, if you like old Fallout and Diablo, this is the game for you. I'm like, well, what about the other Wastelands? And they're like, it's Wasteland the same. Wasteland 3, if you liked 1 and 2, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, this is, this is the shit, man. Essentially, we advertise it. That's fucked up. Uh, Alright. And the last game that came out was Windbound. I don't know what that is. Me we're really good games journalists, guys. Yeah, man, we're, we're really reporting good. on what's coming out. Like, we're you just know. talking about it. We don't. Well, it would be great know. if you know if we get a base of fan base coming up, and they're like, "Man, they really don't like new games." And we'll be like, "Yeah." Yeah, we, we like, like no, playing we the same games we've had for like the past six months. What can we say? Yeah, I just, I just beat a game. We'll talk about that later. I just beat a game that came out like four years ago. Woo, good me. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what it is? We're just normal people. That's why. Yeah. We're normal yeah. people who play PlayStation. We should change the intro. We're normal people who play PlayStation. There you go. <laughs> no, but then that ruins the alliteration and the problem of having to actually have to like have it out there to read it. <laughs> All right. Alright, I'll start off because I'm the comic boy. Uh, for news this week, Warner Brothers Montreal 
announced a Batman spiritual sequel game titled Batman Gotham Knights. It's a four-player co-optional game where people can play as the Bat Family, i.e. Nightwing, Red Hood, Tim Drake, and uh, Batgirl. Uh, it's not canon mm-hmm. to the Arkham timeline. They said it's in the Arkham universe, but it is a separate timeline where Bruce dies uh, at the end of like Arkham uh, City or some shit. And then that's where the Court of Owls takes place. And it's coming out in 2021. So I'm excited. I'm glad that it's co-optional just in case you guys aren't around to play it with me. Oh, so. dude, I'm going to be getting this day one, so... This okay. is gonna be a day, this is gonna be a day one buy this, for me. This is the day one I, for me I, as I really well. I saw that and I was like Nightwing. I, I just love the Arkham gameplay. It's like if I have an excuse to play more of it, then I'm already sold. I don't really care yeah. that they've put in like numbers. Everyone's like, oh, it's like an RPG thing now. It's like yeah, but you're still gonna play like the Arkham games. Yeah. You're still gonna be beating the crap out of dudes like it's an Arkham games. Who cares? And the yeah. Mr. Freeze level they showed off looks fucking sick. And there's like four different ways to enter. You could like barge through the front door or sneak around the ice spires on the top. So I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, anything else you want to say about it, CJ, before we move on? Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. It looks super cool. I'm excited for it. I mean, like, I'm glad. I'm glad that they're like taking a step like away from like batman but still keeping it in like the batman universe yeah so that way like you know it's familiar but like at the same time like you know you're playing as all like the different like robins and crud which is like a, a thing that they really haven't done yet so yeah it's who are you to gonna see. play as uh terry mcginnis when he's announced <laughs> never <laughs> yeah exactly that's my, you that's can play as him truth. as a baby <laughs> yeah that's the sad that's the sad truth of it all is that Terry McGinnis won't be playable. <laughs> hey, man. You never know. They could add DLC where it's like, he traveled back in time. If you know? only. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, uh, Rocksteady. Oh, this was announced at DC Fandom, by the way, which is last weekend. Um, Rocksteady announces uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Comes out in 2022. I wrote, fuck. And then I wrote, uh, <laughs> new Deadshot question mark. And then CJ wrote, Hunter is visibly upset. So I, I was. Uh, the game looks fucking cool, but that was just a cinematic cutscene, so I don't know what it's going to look like. But it seems that's uh, the PS5 uh, cinematic trailer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That'd be good. I mean, be cool. it looks interesting. I like this idea that this like, also the Justice League. Yeah, I like this idea that the Justice League is getting like mind controlled and they're all just going absolutely batshit insane yeah. now. And I, I think it's interesting because this is going to be canon, right, to the Arkhamverse. Yeah, this is canon. It's like, and so this said, is um... what comes after. And I got to wonder, it's like, is Batman going to show up in this game? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> There's an end credit scene and, where Batman's like, a vengeance. And, he, and he's like, they didn't get me because I told everyone I was dead and I was hiding in a cave. Uh, <laughs> it's totally Batman, though. Because, dude, the whole thing will be like, back when uh, I defeated Scarecrow, I, I saw Brainiac coming in space and then i decided to kill myself and hide in a cave and like let superman get captured because that's cool flex because i'm batman (laughs) (laughs) um so uh, there's a new dead shot so it being canon to the universe is weird because we already saw dead shot in um arkham uh, city and origins so it was weird to see a new dead shot based off the will smith uh version but with hair I mean, uh, it's but, it's very feasible that maybe he was like being trained under Deadshot or yeah, something. Yeah, they and said then it's then just the a new guy. Deadshot and they're gonna make a joke about killed, it. So. Right? Yeah. It's like he he just got got, and now this new guy's Deadshot. So. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. Um, and I think it's cool that uh, Boomerang yeah. is 
like he's got like that weird teleporty backpack and like King Shark is there. It's King Shark Mania, man. Everyone's loving King Shark. <laughs> King Shark's in Harley Quinn. King Shark's in the Flash show. King Shark's in the new Suicide Squad movie. King Shark's in the game. Oh, I, I mean, he's a, he's a badass looking dude. dude. He's just a big shark man. That's fucking well, sick. Exactly. What's not to like about that? Exactly. Um, he's loved at first sight. I think technically it's going to be a second um, King Shark because the first one's dead canonically. There's a movie that came out called Batman Assault on Arkham and King Shark is in the game. Uh, in, in the um, in the movie. And he dies. But I don't know if it's King Shark or if it's like Mako because there's two King Sharks. There's one who goes uh, by King Shark and one who goes by Mako who's also King Shark. It's fucking stupid. Just shark people. So mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, they talk about it. Or like, oh man, I heard you died when um, we were doing something with uh, with something else. Or fucking, I forget what the plot of that movie was. Uh, with Killer Frost. And he goes, Shh. no, that, that was my dad or my brother or the other guy. And he's voiced by Samoa Joe, so that's kind of cool from WWE. Oh, that'd be interesting. They got a Hawaiian dude to play the Hawaiian shark man, so that's pretty tight representation, I guess. I'm into they that. Got, they should have gotten the spread it around. Uh, should have gotten the dude from Rocket Power to voice him. <laughs> fucking Tito? Yeah, Tito. Hey, little cuz. Asian Hawaiian, Hawaiian Sea. <laughs> Hawaiian Sea, Batman will show up in Suicide Squad. If King Shark fucking walked guy, around man. and went, Asian Hawaiian say bullets to the brain, kill someone quick. I'm gonna fucking shit bricks. Oh my god, it'd be awesome. You're horrible. <laughs> it's I'm sorry. Funny. It's funny. Uh, next up on the docket, Marvel Avengers, which we talked about last mm-hmm. week, is getting its third post-launch hero officially announced September 1st during one of their War Table Live events, which I think that's the release date. Is it September 1st or September 4th? September or... 4th is okay, the so... uh, official. Actually, we already think that it may have been teased who... The character they're going to reveal is because in their cinematic trailer that they showed off, it was a bunch of people like holding controllers, and one of them was wearing a She-Hulk shirt. So mm. people are thinking that that's going to be the first, or that rather the third character to come to the game. That'd be cool because we got a uh, we're getting Spider-Man who's more who looks more like an acrobatic character. Hawkeye's like the tech character, so we need a strong character to get added if they're going to make it like a balanced um, succession of characters. So. Mm-hmm. I'm down for She-Hulk. I'm gonna. I'd rather play her than Hulk, cause I don't know. Hulk just doesn't rub me the right way. Nah, I feel you. Uh, I I, I, I don't think like it's Troy cool. Baker Hulk. It just sounds weird. Yeah. I, like I think it's cool, but like at the same time, I I think it's really weird the fact that like they keep focusing on the post-launch heroes and like I mean I get that they're gonna they're trying to say like look we're gonna keep updating the game like like after uh, launch or whatever, mm-hmm. but like at the same time it's like the game is still, like, a week away, and you're talking more about, like, you know, what's going to come after the game is out as opposed to, like, you know, the actual game. I feel well, like they've, I think they've been talking they're... about that for so long that they're like, we've already said everything we can without spoiling anything besides that Captain America's totally not dead. Fight yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they kind of, like, ruined that in the cinematic trailer, too, by showing yeah. him fighting alongside Kamala Khan. I, I don't know if that's going to be, like like a canon thing or if it's gonna look just a cinematic trailer but it looks like it's the final assault against modok so i can believe it yeah i mean that seems like a kind of goofy move to do I mean, something the cover like that. art is and all they, of them standing there say, with kamala so yeah it's like they could even be like hey it's uh it's just a cinematic right and it's just art it's like but is it is it really you really well, expect us to believe we'll that out. you just killed captain america in the first mission and that's it 
It's just a know. video game, guys. You don't know if he's alive or not. Yeah, this, this game is very presumptuous about how, like, dumb we are. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like telling us that Batman isn't going to be playable in Gotham Knights at all. Like, he'll be yeah, playable. We know it. Maybe not at launch, but we no. know he's coming. Yeah, or, like, maybe you got to get, like, uh, 100% in the game or something, and then Batman's um, unlocked or some shit. Some... Yeah. I mean, he practically does the same shit as uh, Batgirl, so... Especially if they reveal that it's um that he's actually not dead at the end of the game, it's like of course he's gonna be playable. Yeah, well, you know he's not dead, man. Yeah, so something for me yeah. since uh, me and CJ we play Fortnite, even though I hate myself that I do it. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite season four started uh the twenty seventh, and it's a Marvel based season, all Marvel, not like before where Deadpool was just in it or Aquaman was just in it. It's every single uh, character in the season pass is a Marvel character. It's uh you got Thor. Groot, Mystique, Doctor Doom, mm. She-Hulk, Iron Man, Storm, and Wolverine. And they said they're going to be adding a couple more, like Black Panther was supposed to get added. Um, and then... Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, Silver Surfer might get added into the game, because you can get his surfboard as an item. And you're fighting Galactus, so why not have Silver Surfer show up? So yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that. Um, they're all supposed to team up with the guys from Fortnite to stop Galactus from destroying the planet. If you look up in the sky near um, the lighthouse, you can see a purple glow, and that's where Galactus is supposed to be flying down towards. And this uh, this season's live event is going to be everyone fighting Galactus, so that's kind of cool. Jesus. It's going to be fun. This is actually yeah, a season like I'm excited for. I started in uh, season two of chapter two with the spies. That was cool, I guess, because it was my first season. Season yeah. three was all like water world based, and the only reason why I really played it because Aquaman was there. So I was like, mm-hmm. cool. And it was it was dude bro Aquaman. It wasn't like Blondie Aquaman. It was uh, Momoa. It's the, it's the shit that they do like this that makes me like jealous of Fortnite being an Apex Legends player. I'm like, man, <laughs> where's my lightsabers? Where's my Wolverine? Where's my anything cool that where's isn't just like? I'm like, give me some kind of stupid crossover that doesn't make sense, well, please. Just give think me something. about it, dude. Respawn yeah. did uh, Last Jedi. Why can't they? I know. Put Cal Kestis no, in. The only thing they did was <laughs> they gave Pathfinder the skin that uh, Cal's droid has. That's all they did. I'm like, this is kind of lame. Put Cal <laughs> like, Kestis in the game. Somebody a lightsaber. Come on. Dude, just put Cal Kestis in the game as a fucking yeah, melee-based hero. I'm a Jedi, and he just runs in and starts murking people. <laughs> He's got a higher jump than everybody, and he can push people back with the Force, and he only gets one weapon, because his secondary weapon is automatically a sword. <laughs> I mean, they got Darth Vader in their game, so spoilers for anyone who hasn't played that, I guess. <laughs> right. That's like literally the last five minutes of that game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all good. That came out last year. Get out, get yeah. good, guys. Darth, Darth Vader Even I played it. Game. So, they, they could totally put him in Apex Legends for like two days yeah now here's my thing though will fortnite do a star wars based season because we know like stormtroopers already came out and we know like ray and kylo and john boyega finn they're already in the game so are we gonna get like a star wars based season where it's like all prequels or all original trilogy i would love to get obi-wan kenobi i know that's the only way alex is gonna play i would play fortnite (laughs) if they put obi-wan kenobi in the game i know that's like an instant that's like an instant conversion he is my favorite character in like anything i love obi-wan um (laughs) i wasn't really planning on playing fortnite and then i saw the new trailer and deadpool was there and i was like marvel characters besides thanos are gonna be in this game that's cool and then halfway through that season, they were like, what if Captain America was in the game? And I was like, fuck, dude, I guess I'm playing Fortnite. Oh, I, 
when I saw that trailer, I knew you were going to start playing Fortnite right then and there. I'm like, they're putting Captain America in the game. He's totally going to start playing Fortnite. If he's not playing Fortnite, he's definitely playing Fortnite now. Yeah, like for real. My, like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi would do it for me. I hope um they put Spider-Man in it at some point, but they really can't because he's Sony exclusive. And having a PS4 exclusive skin of Spider-Man, like in Avengers, people are going to whine and complain. So we shall see. But I would love Spider-Man to be in the game. That's life. Marvel-based season, make it happen. <laughs> uh, next on the agenda, PlayStation Plus games for September have been announced. Yay! I love it when they're mm. not cool. Street yeah. Fighter Five, which I had, I've had since launch. Cool that it's free, but it's on PlayStation now and it's been on sale a million times. Excited mm. a little bit because they said this December they're announcing a new update that's gonna add like Dan and a bunch of new characters to the game. So that's cool. So I guess they're gearing up for that, but. It's a twenty. It's a twenty dollar game. They're not giving you um, arcade edition. They're giving you the base edition, which is yeah, twenty dollars. No. It's pretty shitty what they're doing there. And then we got PUBG. If you don't like Apex or Fortnite, play the ugly one, PUBG. I thought this game was free for the longest time because it so looks like I. shit. Yeah, it's yeah. ugly. Yeah. It's so ugly. Like Fortnite, yeah, it looks like kitty, but at least it's polished. Apex Legends, mwah, AAA graphics. Apex Legends is beautiful. But fucking. PUBG looks so... PUBG I remember like, Sean Ooh. playing it, and I was like, why? Why are you playing this ugly game? He's like, it's a battle royale, bro. It's great. I'm like, I'd rather play the culling game or whatever that one was called, because at least that <laughs> looks good. And then, like, Fortnite. I was like, this looks I'd okay. rather play like, Marvel's like... Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I would definitely rather play Marvel Avengers than PUBG. Will I download it? Sure, it's free. Will I play <laughs> it? I don't know. Maybe, like, a round? Just to I give just it, like, a solid chance? Library, just like I do. Yeah. Since we got the PlayStation show, maybe I'll talk, play a couple rounds of PUBG to talk about it next week, but eh, no chances. Uh, no promises. <clears throat> CJ, this is not PlayStation-based, but I guess no, we'll talk I, about I it. No, I put this one oh, in okay. here, actually. Yeah, because, it, because, well, Kingdom Hearts started out on the PlayStation, so true, true, I, true. Feel, PlayStation. I feel like it kind of it kind of does have a place here. It was actually announced in a Nintendo Direct mini partner showcase. That's what they're calling them now. Kingdom yeah. Hearts Melody of Memory, it's coming to Switch, Xbox, and PS4 on uh, November 13th this year. Sweet. And it's a, it's a rhythm game that goes through the music of the previous games. The Frozen Let It Go song is in Let there because that's yeah, an essential Kingdom go. Hearts experience now. Uh, hey, man, you better stop that or Disney's going to fucking like, kick your ass. <laughs> Copyright the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, and it seems like they're going to have some more um, cutscenes and things that are going to shed some light on the things that happen after Kingdom Hearts 3's main story and DLC. So I guess we'll I see with that game. Yeah, I don't know um, if this is one I'm gonna buy, personally. I CJ mean, I bought like, every will, game. But... Oh, I absolutely. Will. I've bought every game in the series, but I'm not much of a like. I'm not one for these cheesy ass rhythm games. You know, if I want to listen to these songs, I'll just listen to these songs. Yeah. I'll just watch the cutscenes online. It it just doesn't seem like it's really. Just watch CJ me. play. CJ stream yeah. it for us. CJ, you gotta stream the whole game. <laughs> I'll stream it for you. Okay, I'll, I'll probably get taken down after one song, but hey, I'll. Have well, no, on it. Twitch, on Twitch, okay. if it's a rhythm game, you can play, but you can't post it on YouTube or you get copyright claimed. So you can oh, you can Twitch stream it because people play yeah, just yeah, dance all the time. We'll just watch yeah. the videos. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I mean, like, I, I give it, I give it to Kingdom Hearts. They're the only time that i know that uh like they've made a rhythm game that's supposed to get like, to know be a spinoff like canon to the story and like have actual like things that are going to happen in the main story of the series mm. so mm. but i'm excited it's gonna it looks fun 
I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna get it day one. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get a chance to check out this or the next bit of news. So I'm cool that you guys actually have like info about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in it for the top two, and now I'm not in it for the bottom two. <laughs> Good. Because I'm, I'm the one that recorded everything in the bottom two. Yeah, whoever cool. wrote down the Gamescom one, read it verbatim, please. Very well, then. I will absolutely <laughs> read what I wrote down verbatim, then. So uh, we've got a few uh, Gamescom announcements that we uh, that we pick and chose out of, the, out of uh, what was announced, because a lot of it, like, you know, is uh, it looks fine, so we figured we should We just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. There's no point in talking about uh, freaking Walking Dead bridge constructor. Like, hey, man. Just talked about physics. It. Woo, 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 yeah. woo. Physics based so, Walking Dead. All right, so let's uh, let's get through this. Uh, Call of Duty World Cold War uh, got a new trailer and confirmed that it's set uh, right after the events of the first Black Ops. That's along nice. with the fact that uh, you can, uh, like, the main character of the story mode is a custom character that you uh, create. Which can be, which big, uh, Call of Duty being progressive, they were like, they were like, we're gonna have it that you can be male, female, or classified. Wow. Yeah. Them making it classified is a funny Call of Duty joke, but also, like, I feel like that's not nice. Just say other. Yeah, it's just kind of fucked up. Or, yeah. like, just, like, let them pick your pronouns. Classified. It's not, like, it's not hard to pick pronouns. It. We can't talk about we it. We can't talk exactly. about it. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. It's like, hey, we, we don't talk about what they are. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of, like, why it's like, whoa, why didn't yeah. you guys just go for other? And uh, the character's not supposed to have a voice, so. So, yeah, just uh, cool. pretend, pretend he has a super high-pitched voice the entire game. You'll have a fun time. Oh. Helium, helium mode? Yeah, he'll be there. Also, Ronald Reagan will be there, apparently. Hey, it's Mr. Cold Gorbachev, tear down that wall. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's Cold War. Reagan's got to be in it. And he looks good. He looks yeah. like if Reagan was still alive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Call of Duty's <laughs> really fucking hitting it home, dude, with their graphics. They've been getting better over the years. Too, too, uh, too soon for Ronald Reagan. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> Uh, so after that, we got a trailer for uh, Doom Eternal's new DLC, The Ancient Gods Part 1, that's going to be coming out, I think, in October, late October. Cool. More Doom is we. Uh, it looks Doom. cool. You know, uh, Rip and Tear, all that. You know, Isabel will be there. It'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the Isabel DLC win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, low-key. Low-key, if she was in it, I'd... I'd actually they, buy the game. They added um, like weird suits in uh, the Switch version of the original game, so why not add like an Isabel suit in the Switch version of Doom Eternal? That's yeah, that'd cross, be interesting. Promotion. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we got a, another trailer for Crash Four, and Woo! they introduced uh, flashback tapes, which are essentially like a collectible that you can get in the levels of the game. Where if you get to one without dying, it'll bring you to a secret level that takes place. Before the events of Crash One, where it's like a where it's like a trial that you have to do, like as either Crash or Coco. That's awesome. And it's yeah, so it's basically like a mix between uh, one's bonus bonus levels, where like you collected the tokens in the level to get to the bonus level, and two's like death routes, where you had to get to like the platform without dying. Yeah. So it's cool. It's exciting. I'm glad. I'm glad that they like are just throwing in all this like random stuff that they didn't have to put in like you know like it seems like dingo that they're really like yeah exactly <laughs> they didn't have to put in dingo dial but then they were like we like you know cj really would like to play a dingo dial and they were like yeah we'll do it 
But yeah, uh, I, I will say it's pretty uh, interesting the direction they chose to go on the art style, right? Because it still looks like really good classic Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it's just the like models. the remakes. The remakes. He was he had like fuzzy textures on him. He actually looked like a fuzzy animal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Crash Four, he completely loses that effect. Yeah, he He's looks kind of like, like smoother now. Yeah. Which is which is good. Like I mean, yeah, I like. I think it's I, neat. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the insane style that they did for Crash and like the cast and whatever, but I I also feel like that they were just still trying to like just bring up like what the models like from like the olden days used to look like, so mm-hmm. that way like you know there couldn't be like a complaint of like I don't like the style that they took because it doesn't look like the original Crash like you know mm-hmm. just upresing like a, a blocky Bandicoot with like fur and everything and it still looks good. But I like that I really they went appreciate for what they did in uh, that game. Yeah, that I like cool. that they went for like a more cartoony style this time. Yeah, it works. Uh, so, a- so after that, uh, new Dragon Age game is uh, in development. Cool, and, Dragon uh, Age Four. Yeah, that's uh, all cool. we know. We didn't get a, we didn't get a name for the game. We didn't. All we saw was literally like early in-game development footage of like, like concept art like a few actually rendered scenes and then like like you know a, a like really early testing thing with like gray backgrounds and like squares and like a little stick figure man holding a sword and shield dodging a bunch of like uh mountains coming up from the ground like nice dude way to go like the, <laughs> like, fucking did yeah it. so maybe this game won't be fucking stupid yeah <laughs> hey inquisition was pretty okay no i'm talking about andromeda oh <laughs> yeah that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. Bioware is a yeah, mixed bag of games right hot now. Water, you know? Yeah, you don't know what they're gonna produce. It'll either be something yeah. really good or it'll be Andromeda, but not oh. in space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we got a Star Wars Squadron trailer, which looks uh, good. looking good. Yeah. Someone wrote really impressive, neat. most impressive. Yeah, what do you a think, Darth, that's a Darth Vader line. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, it's this cool. is pod racing. Like... You guys cannot play with me. Now, this During is that, pod racing. If we play fucking squadrons together, I'm going to be screaming that the entire time. Every time <laughs> now, I fly the ship, now, now, this is pod racing! Dude, I would love to play squadrons <laughs> with you guys. But, that, again, I really think that that's a game that you got to play in VR. You can. I'll play it not in VR because I don't want to throw up. <laughs> I'll watch you play it in VR. (laughs) Yeah, we'll watch you play it in VR. So your head goes, oh, well, we just watched the screen. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll I'll be all about it. Uh, Lego Star Wars. Yeah, trailer came out. Recaps everything. And then gives us a trailer. uh, Not a trailer. A release date of spring 2021. Yeah. Got delayed, unfortunately. (laughs) It was supposed to come out what? Like October? Of this year, yeah, some, or somebody, somebody leaked it that it was going to come out in October at some point, and then I think uh, it was on their website that it was coming out this year, fall this year or something, mm-hmm. and then that got like deleted from their website, and it was mm-hmm. it wasn't replaced with anything, and then this trailer came out, and the game looks fucking incredible. Oh, it looks like the best. Lego yeah, game it looks ever. like they're doing a great job yeah, with it. It like... looks like it's going to be the best Lego game that was ever made, mm-hmm. especially well, yeah. if, if the character creator. It's it's over, man. Yeah, dude, they oh, got yeah, Yaddle. Yeah, Yaddle's in the game for whatever reason. Because she's never been in uh, any Lego game. Because yeah, she was in Lego one Wars. scene in Star Wars. 
she deserved to be in the Lego Star Wars game. There's a lot of obscure, weird characters. You get in to those play games. as Dexter Jetster and the Gonk Droid, so I guess Yaddle is fine. Yeah, Yaddle <laughs> wants, yeah. And it just also further confirms the theory that the child is Yaddle and Yoda's baby. <laughs> Dude, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be spreading rumors. <laughs> hey, man. Yaddle leaves the Jedi Council at some point after she encounters Yoda. I'm pretty sure years? she dies in the comic books. I don't know. Those aren't canon anymore. Well, some of them are. Only Dathmir and the new ones. So unless she dies in a new Marvel one, it's not canon. I don't know. I'd have to look. It doesn't matter. Yaddle's in it. Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. Yaddle's oh, in it. Oh, they looking DLC. They, cool. They're absolutely They got to make that. DLC for this game. It's Clone like Wars DLC, DLC for yeah, Clone Wars, Rogue One, Solo, It looks like they might Rebels. have uh, something related to Rogue One in uh, the game because there's a scene of Darth Vader standing in the doorway and he ignites his lightsaber on the ship so we might get that unless that's him showing up in front of Lego Obi-Wan to kill him Maybe. but we'll see we shall Maybe they'll be like bonus but uh, after that we got uh, Fall Guys Season 2 trailer hell yeah dude Fall Guys yeah. is my shit so they uh, they announced that the Season 2's theme is going to be like a midi medieval theme yeah. where like mm-hmm. you're gonna get like costumes shovel of dragons knight. and wizards shovel knight shovel please, knight if only <laughs> but you're gonna have announced... moving platforms and that you guys are gonna be able to like grab platforms and move them around hunter's yeah. gonna love taking people's platforms from them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I dude i'm evil in that game <laughs> i can see it i can see it now <laughs> but yeah they announced a bunch of new games a bunch of new costumes looking looking sweet yeah, overall yeah. aesthetic change on some of the levels too, because some of them look ex- like uh, Gate Crash looks the same, but it's got mm-hmm. like spinning spikes instead of spinning regular things, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, see, cool. uh, just like aesthetic changes to everything, instead of just like here's new games and we're taking out the old ones, we're just getting like a nice little poof. add more. Yeah. yeah, fluffing it up. And last and, uh, but fi- certainly not least, yeah. Uh, final thing, uh, Ratchet and Clank, the uh, the demo that we got from. Well, it was the state of play, right? That we I got so. the, the the full like demo, right? I think uh, we got the trailer where people played a little bit. Well, yeah, that was well, yeah. They showed a full length, uh, the full length of the demo in uh, this, like you know, uncut, like unchanged and whatever. Uncut, and it's looking good. I mean, I ne- I wasn't, I haven't been like a long time fan of Ratchet and Clank, and I only got into it once the PS4 game came out. But I really like that one. And I'm excited for this one to see. Uh, what else they do with it and it looks awesome i've always been a ratchet and clank bystander and then i finally like i played it when i was a kid it was like one of my first uh playstation games i don't know if i talked about it on the first episode but then i had uh siblings so i couldn't really play single player games so i lost my interest in ratchet and clank for a while and then i got that four player one that mm-hmm. is only just okay and the played as nefarious mm-hmm. so that was fun and then uh, i got the new one which was really good and this looks like a sequel to that so i am yeah. super in to the current Ratchet and Clank universe. And I would love to see another movie, even though it kind of flopped. Mm. I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game, so really? that's where I'm at. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dude, play the, uh, I think yeah, the other I one was free PS4 for a while. One. I have it. Damn. I have it. I just have to uh, download yeah. and play it. If you don't yeah. care about Look, like yeah. collectibles and stuff, you can beat that game within like six hours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, pl- I'll like try the my best to get a good experience out of it, but yeah, I just right. never had an interest in playing it. I was always more a Jack and Daxter guy. That's fair. Yeah, same. <laughs> PlayStation doesn't like Jack and Daxter anymore, though. No. Like I mean, yeah. 
I would love Jack and Daxter to come back. I'm surprised that they decided to go for Ratchet and Clank instead of Jack and Daxter as the front runner. Ratchet and Clank really Jack been, and Daxter. Uh, consistent. I think Jack and Daxter would have, if they made like a proper fourth game, that that could have been it. Yeah. Right? That would have been like a system seller right there. For some awesome. people, anyway. That's yeah. a really exciting prospect. Uh, I just need more Sly Cooper games. Yeah, I feel that that's too. true. Those games are really good, too. We need some more good Sly Cooper games. Yeah, so that was the news for the week. We are going to move on to our topic, which is the Batman Arkham Retrospective, where we just talk about the Batman Arkham games because we just got two, well, one and a half announcements for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, since you did the outline, let's run. Uh, you can run us through it, por favor. I didn't do this outline. CJ, I did oh, outline. CJ, I did you did the outline. Yeah, run us through it, then. Well, to be well, to be fair, I did uh, the first four notes, and then somebody else added on the stuff. I, underneath. I did the stuff at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, hit, so I figured, like, to start out, we just talk about our history with the series, like you know, talk about uh, like what we like about it. So, I, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, I got. Arkham Asylum, I want to say, when it, like, first came out. And, you know, absolutely loved it. It was, like, fantastic just what they... Like, gameplay, combat, and all that. And then eventually... And, like, I was like, this is a great game. And then Arkham City uh, came out. And I was like, like, yeah, this is fun. Uh, maybe not as much as uh, Arkham Asylum, but, like, you know, still good. Yeah, I know. I'm hard Fighting that, words. Yeah. But uh, it was still a good game. I really liked it. Then, uh... You know, with Arkham Origins, like I played that too. I, I've played every one in the se- in the series: Arkham Origins, Arkham Arkham Knight, and like Arkham and uh, Origins was good. Knight was good, but at least for me, like, like it was like kind of like it peaked at Asylum and then like plateaued. <laughs> False, but okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I played I played every one in the series, and I like them um, uh, a whole lot. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Uh, I'll jump onto my history. So I got Batman Arkham Asylum when the Game of the Year edition came out. Like the red box, like the greatest hits Game of the Year edition with all the DLC, like mm-hmm. the Joker stuff. And I played probably an hour of it, and then uh, I got bored and went to play Castle Crashers with my family because, again, four-player household. <laughs> so I was big into like the multiplayer stuff, so I would never really played single-player games, even though I like Batman. I'm the comic book guy, but... Then uh, everything started to die down a little bit, and then 2013, I think, is when Arkham City came out, or 2010, 11, I don't know. We got Arkham City, and that was that was it. That was it for me. I fucking beat that thing like eight times on every single console. I got it on a PS3, then I played it on mm-hmm. Xbox 360, beat it again, then I played it on PS4, beat it again. <laughs> if they release it on PS5, I'm going to beat it again. Uh, Arkham City is like my Jimmy Jam. It's just such a cool. Um, I, I liked exploring uh, Gotham a little bit more than exploring uh, Arkham Island or whatever. Than exploring um, Arkham Asylum. Like, yeah, it's cool that it like it's Arkham Asylum is like a self-contained adventure. But then uh-huh. when you jump on to Arkham City, you have like this bigger world. There's more characters popping up. Like you see little Easter eggs for like Hush and Azrael and fucking Mister Freeze is around, and it's just cool to see like. All these little bits and bops. Like, you see tiny bits of the Court of Owls. You see tiny bits of... Not the Court of Owls. Um, the Rachel Ghoul Demon guys. You see, like, clay faces around. Like, oh, it's just... Mm, Can't talk enough about Arkham City. Um, then Origins came out. And I, I discovered this the other day when I was talking to CJ. 
Uh, I like games that are centered around Christmas time that aren't Christmas games. So, <laughs> Batman Arkham Origins, I like a lot because it's a Christmas vibe and I like snow. I like snow in video games. I don't know why. It's just like a nice aesthetic. Uh, and I like, feel I like that. the crunch of the snow yeah. when you're walking around and like all that feel like. I'm all, I'm all about that. Yeah, like uh, Lost Planet 3 was a, it was a huge departure from Lost Planet, but it was a, it was a snow game. Dead Space 3 <laughs> had some snow in it. Loved that stuff. <laughs> I, I'm a big snow guy. Uh, Miles Morales looks like the next big Christmas game for me. So it's gonna I'm be into snow. That. It's, gonna, yeah, be it's good. gonna be snow, dude. Can't snow. wait for fucking. Can't wait for fake snow. Uh, but I like the story of Origins a lot. Like the whole uh, Black Mask slash Joker hires everyone on Christmas to kill Batman for like eight million dollars or a billion dollars or something like that. And like you get to see Bane when he's not a gross monster. You get to see uh, Killer Croc when he's not a gross monster. So it's just cool to see, like, a prequel to that. And then you get the first appearance of Deathstroke, who comes back in Arkham Knight, and uh, very underwhelming. Um, and then Arkham Knight came out. Well, I I, don't, I haven't played the, uh, the 3DS one, Blackgate, but uh, I heard it was okay. It's, it's Arkham Origins, but a 2D side-scroller, like, platformer thing. So it's like uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles, but Batman. Um, and I played Arkham Knight. I love that game. Too much tank, but overall, really good. The graphics were amazing. Fighting is still great in that game. Uh, and then these two new games are coming out, so I'm excited for those. That's, uh, that's, that's about my little uh, my little ditty with the series. Very cool. Uh, I guess I'll talk about mine now. So I, I actually I got into the Arkham games with Arkham City. I didn't play Asylum at first. Uh, I skipped that entire train. Hunter played it when it came out. He was like, dude, this game is so good. I was like, that's cool. And oh, I, I finally I finally beat Arkham Asylum for the first time last year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, when CJ let me borrow his Return to Arkham collection. Yeah, nice. First time I officially beat it, so I didn't mention that before. Sorry for interrupting. It's all good. Yeah, so I played uh, Arkham City first, and I fell in love with that game. That was a lot of fun, and... I knew that there was going to be another one coming out at some point after that, so I needed more Batman in my life, and I uh, played Arkham Asylum after that, and that game was really sick too. I loved the dynamic between the two games, and I wished that I had played Arkham Asylum prior to playing Arkham City. And then Arkham Knight came out, and this one, this one's actually my favorite one. I like I liked Arkham Knight wow. a lot. The story is really good in it, so I, I see yeah. where you're coming from. But like, there's a lot of twists and turns that you can call really easily, and the tank but, stuff is just too much but, for well, me. Well, here's the thing, right? I'm not. I wasn't a huge Batman fan prior to playing these games. Right? Yeah. I, I only really paid attention to the movies. Mm -hmm. uh, these games are really what got me into the wider Batman universe. So I didn't know about the um, Arkham Knight twist, like how kind of predictable it could have really been right it's like now with hindsight it's like oh yeah of course this is so easy to see but yeah. back then i was like what you're like bro <laughs> this game is so good you know and I, I really thought that that was like i really thought that was like the batman experience uh -huh. um, the culmination of those three games so that for me was the best one i enjoyed the tank bits <laughs> it was fun but, uh, at first, and then it's got yeah. like boring. I, I like just the zippy stuff, like flying but and gliding. I almost have the platinum in it, actually. I got all the Riddler trophies. I I even got the secret uh, ending. Right, I just have mm -hmm. to go through do those the really 15, hard difficulty. I have to do those like fifteen different attacks in one combo or whatever. Fifteen oh, different kinds of attacks in one combo, I and I have to do play it the whole game again on New Game Plus. Secret trophy. That. 
You play on I Am The Night mode or some shit. Yeah. You well, don't get a HUD, you don't get Harvest. anything. So, Oh, you did? Good for you. Yeah. I can never do it. Oh, it took a long time, but I told you I love this game. It's so good. So yeah, yeah that was my history with the series. I really wanted to play um, what was it, Origins, but mm-hmm. they never put it on the PS4, so I never got the chance. Yeah. Me and CJ were talking yesterday. I'm thinking that what because they have a 20, 20, 2021 release date for Gotham Knights and a 2022 release date for Suicide Squad. I think they will finally release all four games with all their collective DLC in. Uh, on the PS4 and one Super Mega Arkham Collection, and if they don't, Batman you're literally lo- you're losing money. Like they already have an Arkham Collection; it's uh, one, two, and three. They don't count Origins, but I think they will do a Mega I Collection. Know, it's so lame. I, I really do want to play uh, Origins. If I got the chance to play it, I'd jump on that immediately. Yeah, it's got it, a lot it of would cool actually stuff probably, going on. You got like, shock gauntlets and stuff, yeah. and it's yeah. Oh, if they threw it, Origins at me, I'd be like, all right, Origins, Asylum, City, Night, let's go. Yeah. If they put them all on PS5 right before the releases, I will play through all of them, no no, no problem, like, just going that just through. Says how, that just says how timeless those games are. We're willing to play them even now all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. So, I, I beat Arkham Asylum last year for the first time, and it felt like a 20, like 20, not 2019 game. I was like, really this still game. holds up. Like, the graphics were a little meh, because they were just, they weren't, like, remastered or anything, they were just put on they're ported but it still looks great uh-huh. yeah, they actually the graphics look a little bit worse on some of the models and stuff in oh, the remakes whatever. compared I, to what I, they used to like i never pay attention to that no I, I just i saw one comparison video and i was like huh that's pretty rough <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oof. yeah i was like big oof i'm like i wouldn't have noticed if nobody said anything yeah same <laughs> All right, so uh, what do we like about the games, man? What, um, what do you guys, the what do you guys like? The combat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing yeah. about the game. The, on, the story's thing. great. The voice acting is fantastic. You get Kevin Conroy to come back in all the games except for uh, Origins because I, um, I got, I think, Troy Baker. Um, no, no, Troy no, Baker did Troy the Baker Joker. Joker. Kevin Conroy was in uh, Origins. Origins. Wow, they got Troy yeah, Baker, uh, uh, Conroy in all of them. Yeah, Conroy is the best Batman voice actor, mm-hmm. uh, probably the best Batman actor, period. So like yeah. having to hear hearing his voice again after watching the uh, TV show growing up, fantastic. Um, the combat is so great that they steal it in a bunch of games. Spider-Man basically uses it um, in all the Spider-Man games that came out after Asylum. Um, I feel I mean, like it makes more sense for Spider-Man because sometimes the leaps that Batman makes, that guy will jump like 10 feet. Oh, yeah. He jumps all the way across another. the field to conquer like, a guy. what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm like, she's like a ballerina dancer beating the shit out of guys. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man, it makes sense that he can do that. Batman's like, you want to see how light I am on my feet when I'm like a 250-pound juggernaut? It's like, uh... You know, the combat's great, the stories are, all the story modes are great. Like, even if you give uh, Origin some shit, it's still a fantastic story mode. Like, yeah. the, the Black Mask stuff, the, the all the assassins that you have to fight, it's just such a cool little, uh, little thing. CJ, what are you yeah. like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, for me, yeah, it's the combat, and, like, the story, the story at least is really well done, like, for all the games, like, even if, like, most, like, most of, like most of them aren't my favorite, you know, because I you only have one favorite. But like all of them have like a really good like solid story like underneath like everything, and I and and the Riddler challenges like as much of a pain in the ass as they are. Like I I give them credit because like it's at least like it makes sense in the universe like a little bit at least, and like 
it's fun to do like it's fun to find little easter eggs to like other batman stuff when you're doing them and like and like it's cool like finally like collecting all of them and like even in the first game like when when you collect more like when you first start collecting it riddler's like like ha you're an idiot you don't know nothing that was easy and then like as you go on and you get closer to like you know like 85 percent of them gotten 90 percent of them gotten he's like well how'd you find that one like like he starts like <laughs> like you can audibly hear like him start like starting to freak out well because he like, knows oh, that you're gonna find close. him and beat the shit out of him well exactly <laughs> he's like hey you can't use a strategy guide to beat me up that's not exactly cool. like it's a it's a very subtle reward to like still completing it like you know like seeing him like go from like super cocky and like i'm gonna like you could never like finish this to being like oh shit he's finishing it like oh shit oh fuck Oh, fuck. And yeah. then an Ar- and then Arkham Knight, it all culminates to a final fight where he's in a giant robot suit. Yeah, he's in a giant yeah exactly. Robot you actually suit. get to fight him for once, uh, which I think it's is awesome. kind of cool. I think you briefly fight him. Oh no! Uh, in Arkham Origins, he's actually not the Riddler, which is super cool. Um, he's mm-hmm. okay. He is. He's just starting out, and you have to find instead of Riddler trophies, you find Riddler clues, and the final clue leads to a trophy, and it's the first trophy, which is super. Yeah, cool. the first Riddler trophy. That's cool. That, to see the which progression. is super cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah, plus there's significantly less Riddler clues than there are Riddler trophies, so. Very cool. Yeah. There's only like 85 as opposed to 180 for every other game. But yeah, I really, I really like the Riddler trophies. I think they're a, a good touch. But uh, but yeah, act, the acting, the story, the combat, like uh, like all of it hits like good notes for me. Yeah. Uh, favorite uh, game in the series, kind of cool that we all talked about it and we all have different favorite yeah. games so, CJ's this is, or with this is why I, yeah this is why i put this on the thing on the list because i was like like i know i'm the only one that's gonna think asylum is like the best one and i'm like i gotta and i gotta take a bet on hoping that maybe there's like some kind of difference between you two well because you know my favorite one of my favorite games of all time if not my favorite game of all time is yeah Batman Arkham Arkham City. City. yeah it is just I, I don't know it maybe came at a time when um i was rediscovering comic books or like, the gameplay mechanics, they just hit the right niche for me. Like, I wasn't finding anything uh-huh. fun after Assassin's Creed got stale, and I was like, this is the new shit. So, I don't know. Asylum just hit all the right notes. It had cool gliding mechanics, cool Easter eggs for fans. It had, like, uh, nods to uh, other characters like Superman and Green Lantern and The Flash. Like, it wasn't just Batman anymore. It was a whole universe. Rather than just being uh-huh. on a small island, it opened itself up and became something way better than it could have been. And then, uh... And then it just kept getting better. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Mr. Johnson? But, yeah, they... Yeah, mine was uh, Arkham Knight because I just loved all the shit that they did in that game, you know? The city was so big. There was so much. I love the traversal in that game. Yeah. You get that, like, super-powered zipline that launches you up over shit, mm-hmm. and then you just start flying all over the place. That it was man really... bat, that man bat jump scare yeah, gets me every the, fucking time. The man bat jump scare. <laughs> yeah. That was a killer part, though. I, I know a lot of people think it's ridiculous, like, the amount of crap that he deals with in a, apparently one night, right? Oh, yeah, Arkham Knight is, uh, like, within two days, I think. Yeah, it's it's Arkham just Origins awesome is literally eight hours. Yeah, it's awesome <laughs> to see, um, like, the amount of lore that they were able to pack into this game and the amount of stuff that they were able to do with this game. And it really did feel like the final evolution of the gameplay that we were, like, leading up to with Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, right? Yeah. So I really appreciated that game. Uh, as a whole, I know a lot of people didn't like the tank bits. I again 
I didn't mind them. I really like the tank bits. People say that the tank was janky and hard to drive. I'm like, maybe oh, no, y'all just need to, to get better at the video game. <laughs> CJ, <laughs> CJ, it comes down to our favorite game development strategy, padding, where you yeah. extend gameplay to make your game longer than it actually is. Yeah. And then the, yeah. I think what really rubbed me the wrong way about the tank stuff, because I didn't hate it overall, but then when the Deathstroke stuff happened, and then right when you beat Deathstroke's tank... He jumps out, and then you just punch him in the face. And I was like, beat him up. ah, no fight with Deathstroke? Okay, because that was the best part about Arkham Origins. The fight with Deathstroke was insane. You had to actually know how to play the game rather than just smash and square. Yeah. Maybe so. they just didn't want to do that again. <laughs> it's entirely possible, but it's wasted potential. It's like what I, yeah. uh, what I, I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. But again, I didn't play that one, so I also yeah. didn't have that disappointment. CJ, which All was right. your favorite? Uh, Arkham Asylum. This is okay. this is the section of the podcast that I didn't tell you two about where CJ simps for Arkham Asylum. No. So, <laughs> so we don't like, simp here. Yeah, I, <laughs> you. Well, that's what you think. But uh, <laughs> Bioshock so, Infinite. So, like I said, <laughs> Bioshock <laughs> Infinite. That's the new that's sequel, boys. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's me. But. So, anywho, if it wasn't clear before, I said that uh, I pretty much let out that Arkham Asylum is my favorite in the series. Because, like, while I do think the other games are good, and I think that they all, like, are good in their own right, Arkham Asylum, besides being my first one that I ever, that I played in the series, like, it does, it has, like, this feeling of, like, you know, because Batman is trapped on Arkham Asylum and, like, can't get out. And, like, while they do that in Arkham City... Like, it's more of, like, it's a little less believable, I guess, just because of it's, like, a whole, like, city that he's trapped in. And I feel like, Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't have that same feeling of, like, isolation when you're trapped in, like, a city as opposed to, like, you know, a mental asylum that's been taken over by the inmates. Mm -hmm. And you're stuck on an island and can't leave or else, like, you know, like, there's going to be bombs that go off or whatever. Yeah. And... I think Arkham Asylum really nailed that feeling of like isolation. Like you're like you you are the one like super strong good guy on this island full of like like insanos. And like and like I like how like as you play throughout the game the island evolves with what's going on in the story. Like you know like Poison Ivy gets out and then like all these plant stuff starts like like growing up out of the ground or like you know like the locks on the like super insane like psych ward get unlocked and then all of a sudden like these super crazy inmates start like running around and like they actually don't use those super crazy inmates uh until arkham knight those like crazy dudes who like Mm -hmm. jump on you and like jump from buildings and stuff they don't use those again until arkham knight they skip in arkham city they're not even there Mm -hmm. well yeah because again it's more of like an like a like an actual living city as opposed to like you know like a locked off place where it's like really you against the world yeah. and like i get where you're calling from yeah and like as the story like evolves with you going out like you find it out more about like what was going on in the island like you know like somebody was developing like a formula that made people like bane and then like you know joker d- is trying to get the gas to use it to create like an army of banes which is like <laughs> like it loops into like the story and like it has like a cool like you know, like, cool, like, figuring out how, like, all this went down and everything. Like, you know, like, this guy was yeah, corrupt yeah, and let Joker from. out and, uh, and all that stuff. But, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's, like, my main reason why I do like Arkham over 
like city or like night or origins is the mm-hmm. fact that like it gives you that like that feeling of isolation and like exploring an area that like you know they talk about like all the time like you know where like batman will like catch the joker and he's like don't worry we sent him to arkham asylum and then like you know it's just like the outside shot of arkham and then the inside shot of joker cell like we never really explored arkham as like a place so having it fully explorable and like crazy like that is cool mm-hmm. and but but then on top of that i think like i said i think i just like the the more isolated feel that arkham asylum brought be- because of that like city and like city and night are good but like you know you're in like a section of gotham city which is cool but like it's like you know you could do whatever like you're trapped on but but like for me it was more enjoyable having it be like you're trapped on this island and like you have to like try and like solve the problems on it and get out mm-hmm. i got you which is why in the end I, I end up liking it as much as i do makes sense that's fair I'm it's, glad it's that just it like really is one. a different kind of game yeah from the other two altogether. it's a very different experience i mean like the combat's the same but the overall tone and feeling is very different yeah because mm-hmm. it tries to be like that more like dark like at least for the first like since it's the first one it tries to have like that darker like tone because like you know you're in a mental asylum so like crazy stuff happens like when scarecrow will like randomly come in and just like take you out of the gameplay or like you know yeah. i broke your game bro yeah exactly he just you, breaks you the game psycho like, yeah mm-hmm. and call him a penis and move on yeah scarecrow you're a penis <laughs> and then he doesn't show back up until arkham knight and he looks completely different and badass yeah, yeah. And he, like, ruins your life. Good shit. Yeah, he, like, ruins your life. Yeah, I mean, he does. He's like, you called me a penis in the first game. I didn't like that. He's like, remember when you made fun of me, bro? Check this shit like out. Being called so, a no. penis. Uh, will it... Will Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad live up to the legacy? No. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now. No. They're because like yeah. got, like Suicide Squad, it's hard to compare it to the legacy of Batman because it's va- it's vastly different. It's gonna be a four player co op story mode again with Gotham Knights. We'll get to that in a sec though. Uh, but like it's a completely different set of characters. It's a completely different tone. Um, th- everyone has powers and stuff. I mean, not power powers, but like you're fighting fucking Superman yeah, as opposed have, like, to Batman fighting to only people something. who are just like insane crazy people. So Suicide really Squad, it's like... kind of hard to say, yeah, it will live up, or yeah, it won't, because it's going to be its own demon. I feel like Suicide Squad is kind of like DC's answer to Marvel's Avengers. They're like, man, they have oh, the their, game, yeah. they have their like four-player, uh, character-based game, right? It's like I, we need to get ours out now. It's like, and they again, they didn't show us gameplay at first. They showed us the CG trailer that looks really cool, right? And yeah. It's like, oh man, that's exciting to think about. Like the game would look like this, but then I just watched the Marvel's cinematic trailer. I don't know if you guys watched that CG trailer, and it looks really good. It it like makes you want to play this game, and then you play the game, and you don't want to play the game anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm really like worried for Su- uh, Suicide Squad in that front. It's like at least with Gotham Knight, they we showed us it's gameplay. going to be the Arkham gameplay just with a yeah. friend. But I still don't think that these characters and having to focus on four characters is going to make for a better game than any of the Batman stuff we've. I think it would have been. Yeah. I think it would have been a lot better if they didn't take it out of the timeline. If they just said Nightwing is still Nightwing, Tim and Barbara are still the same instead of making Tim really young, and mm-hmm. Red Hood is the is the Red Hood we got from Arkham Knight. 
would have been a lot cooler to see like oh the progression of where Jason Todd is now because if you play his little DLC at the end of Arkham Knight that takes place after the story mode so it would, it's, it would have been cool to see like the progression of those characters since Batman has died rather than Batman's dead and uh, like the, the the kids have to go do stuff. I'd rather see Batman actually be gone from what we ha we see in like the I am the night mode. Uh, not the I am the night mode, the uh, true nightfall uh, ending. Just to see like what would happen with uh, the other kids. It's a very jarring placement they chose for the story. They really should have just gone for right after Arkham Knight. They should have just technically, but yeah. technically they did, because like it's a separate timeline, but it's it's like it's the same world. So like Jason in this timeline doesn't become the Arkham Knight. He just goes to the Under the Red Hood um, storyline because he's got the white streak in his hair. Yeah, he's but, got the different jacket and the different helmet. Tim Drake is like a baby. Tim Drake is a kid. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a baby. Yeah, he's like a baby. Wasn't he banging Barbara? Yeah, and they got married. Yeah, in, uh, Arkham Knight. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like it, it's just weird. It's gonna it's be kind of confusing. Timeline. I think. Yeah. For some people, especially if they don't follow the news, they're going to start this game up there and be like, all right, this is the next game after Arkham Knight. And they're going to be like, wait a minute. What's this? <laughs> wait a minute. Doesn't make Why any is Tim, sense. Like, I would, it would have been cool if they, instead of doing Tim, they did Damien, and then it would have been considered more canon. Because Tim well, could be like, oh, Tim is the new Oracle. Like, Tim's the tech guy. He doesn't get to play this round. But we get Damien, who runs around with a fucking katana and pretends and he's, he's like, a ninja. Like, that would have been cool. He's a bitch. Yeah, he's a little he's bitch. A bitch. He's a little bitch. <laughs> a little bitch. <laughs> so yeah, uh, will they live up to the legacy? I don't know. Probably, it, but it we'll really see. depends on like. I mean, I mean, it, 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 we have to wait and see. I guess is yeah. like the best thing to say. Because like, <laughs> I mean, living up to the legacy, I feel like it's not. I mean, it's. I feel like I'm keeping my hopes low, like that. It's not going to be because it's probably not going to be better than any of the Arkham games that have already come out. But I think that if they still manage to hit, like, a good, like, some good combat, like, a, a decent enough story and, like, good, like, characters and crud like that, I feel like it still has the chance to, like, be, like, still be, like, you know, part of, like, that, of, like, the series and not be, like, you know, like, the weird, the weird little, ste like, stepchild that's, like, that's, like, I I'm part of the family, too. <laughs> I'm also an Arkham game. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Arkham game. Yeah, I'm just on, Gotham. Yeah, moving on to what the bottom says. Um, I'm going to skip the beginning. It says, would we rather see Batman take a back seat but still be around, or do we want him to take a break and not be in either? I think in Gotham Knights, since it's not like a canon thing, he'll probably show up as DLC and be like there to be playable, or he'll show up at the end to fight the Court of Owls. But in Suicide Squad, I think... About 75% through the game, you're taking down all the Justice League, and all of a sudden you get a call from a mysterious, like, channel, and it's a familiar Bruce Wayne voice. And it turns out that Batman has been in hiding because of Brainiac, uh, and he wants to um, try to help the Suicide Squad because he realizes the Suicide Squad are actually doing good. So it, he comes out of hiding, he tries to help them, but then all of a sudden, a mission or two later, radio silence. The final boss is Batman. Uh. I think that would be cool. But I, I, like, I don't want him to be playable. I don't want him to be a main character. I don't want him to be there because I want to see him alive and still kicking after Arkham Knight. But I don't want him to be, like, you know, there. And this doesn't mean Bruce Wayne, only Batman suited up. So maybe just Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. I don't want to see him appear as the main character, but I do think that, like, I, I, I think in both games that he'll have some kind of presence. When, like, well, obviously as... from the trailer, he's going to be in Gotham Knights at some point. And I would like oh, yeah. him to be playable DLC because why wouldn't you want to play as Batman yeah. with the Bat family running around helping him? That would just be cool. Yeah. That's just a waste of money if they don't do that as DLC at least. 
yeah, I think that I think that it like I'm not sure about playable, but I have the feeling that he's gonna be like he's gonna show up at some point, like alive in both yeah. of them. I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't put Batman into Gotham Knights as a playable character, if not even if not at launch, just at some point as yeah. as like a uh, hey guys, the game's been out for a few months and you all beat the game at this point and it's like I, does anyone here really believe that Bruce Wayne is dead from an explosion? No. Like, yeah, come on. So he probably faked his death to get into the Court of Owls or something. And then this whole game is going to be you working your way through the Court of Owls. And then it'll end up with him at some point. You know, you'll get to him and he'll either be like a brainwashed asshole or he'll be like, what are you doing here? This was my thing. Yeah. <laughs> and this like, was my thing. And they'll be like, whoa, we're sorry. He'll be like, well, I got to go. And then he'll come back like a couple months later on DLC as Batman. Yeah. I definitely think we're going to see him at the end of that game as Batman or midway through that game as Batman in some form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as the Suicide Squad game goes, I kind of like what you said, Hunter. Maybe he like doesn't show up as Batman. Maybe he's just kind of like hiding out as Bruce Wayne. But at the on the other hand, it's like since this is the game that's going to be kind of canon to the Arkhamverse, right? If this is after night, wouldn't it be sick to see Batman like a, a dark, wacky Batman who's running around using the fear toxin? Because we see yeah. at the ending of uh, Arkham Knight and that true ending that he's kind of like using that, it looks mm. like, against his people. Yeah. So it's like, maybe this is his new like persona. Like, Batman is dead, and now I'm like crazy Batman, bizarro Batman, you know? Like, fucking that's <laughs> yeah. so wacko Batman. Yeah. I'm new man bat. Yeah, I would like to see um like the Suicide Squad actually try to fight Batman because like they could take down Superman by using magic or Kryptonite or um oh, there's one other way to defeat him I forget how, but um oh, th- no Kryptonite bullets uh, Bloodsport <laughs> does it. Oh, they did confirm that for the Suicide Squad movie, the reason why Bloodsport is in prison is because he shot Superman with a Kryptonite bullet. That's cool. Um, but in the games, I, w- I would just like to see Batman be the actual final boss rather than, like, Brainiac. Uh, right before Brainiac. But like, or Superman. Like, Superman doesn't need to be the final boss. Superman can be the first boss and then show up again later. I want to see mm-hmm. Batman be the final guy because I would like to see, like, all four of you guys are, like, trying to find him and then he sneaks up behind you and, like, fucking karate chops you and you get knocked down and then, like, he throws smoke bombs and shit and starts using fear toxin against you. That would be cool. I mean, the game is called, like, Kill the Justice League, and Batman's the one member of the Justice League who knows how to kill everybody in the Justice League, right? So, presumably, he's probably going to be helping them throughout the way, and then at the end, we'll be like, we got him, and I found you, and then he'll turn him, and then he'll probably be, like, the last boss or something. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've already fought Evil Superman twice in Injustice. Let's uh, let, let's stick away from Evil Superman and go Evil Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Our Gotham Knight slash Suicide Squad, the sequels we wanted. Double-Edged Sword. Yes, because it's more to the universe. No, because I want Batman. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted Batman versus the Court of Owls, personally. Yeah. 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 That would have been the toots. Especially because they could have made been... that the origin yeah. sequel, because in... Uh, the Batman New 52, where the Court of Owls are around, they've said they've been around for years and years and years. So it would have been cool that after Origins, right before Asylum, we get Court of Owls, then we get Asylum, then we get City, then we get Night. That would have been cool. Yeah, but, just something that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Something makes sense of it all, man. <laughs> this oh. doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Any uh, closing arguments or thoughts on the Arkham series as a whole before we move on to our games we played this week? 
No, they're good games, and they uh, inspire a lot of other games to do cool and awesome things. I mean, we yeah. wouldn't have Spider-Man, which is like my favorite superhero game, without these games. So mm. I love them, and I, I thank I, the people who made them. <laughs> I mark this series as, I guess, like the point of like where like you know, because comic book movies have come out in the past, and like some of them were good, some of them were bad, but like this kind of like set the bar for like you know comic book games can be really good if you just do them right mm-hmm. which kind of like set in that motion of like you know let's make more games of the arkham series and then like you know insomniac was like let's do spider-man like that and like mm-hmm. you know it, it set the bar for like how good like comic book games could be yeah that's mm-hmm. yeah, a really good comic book game yeah all right so that was our topic for the week we talked about the batman uh, let's move on to our what we've been playing. We all kind of took a little break and didn't write down every single tiny game we played. We all kind of focused on one thing. Uh, no, I've CJ... been playing only these games. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> CJ, let's start off with you. Since we all right. One of the same uh, games. So last week I started, uh, I went back and I started to play My Hero Once Justice. The first the, you know, the PS4 game based off of My Hero Academia. And, mm-hmm. uh... I've been I've been going through and platinuming it. I mean, like it's like after we talked about like Xenoverse last week, like it made me think of like, oh man, I haven't really played like a anime like three D arena game like in a while, and that was what made me pick like start playing this again. And like in the same breath, I remembered why I really like three D arena brawlers, and I remembered why I also don't like three D arena brawlers at the same time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. because like. It's, like, it's super fun to play, but then at the same time, like, it gets, like, kind of repetitive, and, like, you can find, like, easy ways to cheese out most of the fights. Yeah, like, it's like the Storm games. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They were just really easy to play. Like, this, like, especially with the Storm games, too. Like, you could, like, like, it's fun gameplay, but you could, like, find easy ways to just, like, cheese the AI and, like, do stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I've been going back. I beat the story mode, and I'm going for the Platinum on it. I'm close. Hopefully, should be done like within the next few days. Yeah. But you know, they have like all the like grindy trophies and whatnot that make it super annoying to just get the platinum. Is this the first one or the sequel? The first one. Oh. I never, I never bought the second one, but I bought the first one like a couple of months after it came out, and then like just never got around to it because like my brother was like, "I like my hero too," so yeah. he played it, and then like I just was like, "I got other things to play." I, I hear so, the second one's really good. You're gonna jump on that after. Yeah, eventually. I mean, if it goes on sale for, like, a pretty good price... Because CJ's like... a Jew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean... But, yeah, uh, you know me. I love saving money, so... I mean, who doesn't? But at the same yeah. time, you wait for these huge, huge sales. It makes you sound like a prick. Wow! Like, if if I, the game is not under... $60 on a game I'll play for 30 if minutes. If the game is not under $20, um, CJ doesn't breathe on it. Mm. Exactly, because yeah, I don't want to wait. That's a lot of money to play for a game, Hunter. Yeah, exactly. Well, I could it depends get three on the games game for the price of one, and and, and still manage to like have it fun with it. It depends on the game. If the game is over like thirty hours, sixty dollars is, is a well worth it price. But for an anime game, for example, I see what you mean, but not for every single video game. Yeah, I'll wait for a sale. But you spend fucking spend sixty dollars like, on I Kingdom Hearts like three, and you don't spend sixty dollars on a good game. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts three is one of my favorite game series of all time, and I love it, and I want to play it now. But for every other game in like the world, like I, why would I bother to pay sixty dollars for a full game that I'm gonna play for like 
maybe a week and then like put on a shelf and never play again when I can I spend, spend a third of it. I spent $85 on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot when it came out. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting on the second DLC. <laughs> it came out in January. You see, you see, that's why. Even if it's, but like, like you know, Kingdom Hearts or like other game series, like I'll totally be like, I'm gonna pay full price to get it at, uh, you know, day one. But then there's other games where it's like, it looks cool, but I'm not gonna spend sixty dollars just to be disappointed. Have the chance of being disappointed by it. I've been burned by video games before. I got Dynasty Warriors Nine when it first came out, and it's not as good as the other <laughs> Dynasty Warriors games. But yeah. like. I've, I spent $40 on a game that was well worth my time. Final Fantasy XV, when it first came out, came out in, like, September, I think. I waited two or three months for November time to roll around. I got it for 40 bucks. That game was worth more than $40. Dude, I bought Mass Effect Andromeda. I pre-ordered that game, like, the most expensive version you could get of it. Oh, I got the regular I, I also $60 pre-ordered day it for $60, though. Same. I was like, ugh. Game is such a fucking disappointment. I didn't that, that hate it. I didn't hate it as much as uh, most people did, but it definitely was a departure from the series that is not good. It's definitely the worst in the series, and but like, it's it's just it it, it was a disappointing one. Yeah. CJ, mm-hmm. what else have you been playing? Uh, I've started playing. Well, beginning of the week rolled around, and uh, I happened to be on Facebook, and I saw an ad for uh, Fortnite season four coming like August twenty seventh, or like twenty sixth or whatever, and I'm like. Oh, I thought I still had a couple more weeks because I got the season, the the battle pass for uh, <laughs> like the third season, and I was like, oh, what a what day is it? And it was the Monday of that week, so I had four days to finish up the battle pass. And uh, just just for reference, the max level in that is a hundred. I went on and was at twenty four. So <laughs> so I spent Monday through Wednesday night grinding out as many challenges and like matches as I could like here and there to get as much out of the battle pass that I paid for, yeah. uh, before it ended, I ended up getting to like 72, which yeah, I, I, I kept out at like 85. Well, yeah. Cause like, <laughs> cause like most of the time in that game, like if you, they give you like the challenges every week and if you just do the challenges, it usually gives you enough experience to like level up a lot. But the thing is when you like, you get like a boosted status. So like when you start playing after a while, you like earn more experience for for stuff and like you know they expect you to play more games like over the month but you know since i did literally like 50 something challenges like, like in 50 three days, levels in three days that's crazy yeah, yeah i know i just because i just grinded out challenges because like they give you so much xp like you level up pretty much every time you do like a a challenge yeah so like i did 50 like challenges and ended up at like 72 and was like okay i'm done and not doing anymore because like that's insane. Was, yeah, I know. Yeah. Fortnite's for but, uh, babies. That's crazy yeah, town. I, gr- I grinded out that, and then uh, season four rolled around with uh, the all Marvel stuff, and uh, oh, yeah. of course I, of course I was like, you know, that's cool, and because like when you get the battle pass, like one of the things that you get out of uh, out of it is like more of the in-game money that like like you pretty much get the money. Like if you get all the way up to a hundred, you get the money back that you spent on the the battle pass, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But like, but I had enough between like buying them previously, earning them from other battle passes, and um, like you know this one to where I could get it without having to actually spend more money on it, which is why I ended up being like, I'm gonna get it this season because it's mm-hmm. got all like you know the Marvel guys and whatnot. So mm-hmm. playing that. Yeah, Apex yeah. does the same thing. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll jump on to mine. So I've been playing Fortnite Season 4 as well. Uh, I, I did a little bit of grinding um, with Courtney the couple days before the season passed for 3 ended. Uh, right after I unlocked Aquaman, I basically stopped playing myself. So like CJ did, I power leveled. But I was like level 40 and I only power leveled to 80. So I didn't get that much. I didn't go up a full fucking 55 levels or whatever. But I did go up yeah. a decent amount. And then uh, season four has been pretty fun so far. I like all the Marvel little Easter eggs. Like you can find Thor's hammer. You can find some Bifrost bridge portals on the ground. There's a bunch of dead Sentinels hanging out in one of the mountains. That's really cool. That's cool. And it's cool to see like X Men characters show up in a game uh, that also has the Avengers. Besides like yeah, uh, Ultimate Alliance, because they haven't done any crossover events in a long time because uh, the Fox stuff. But once Fox gave up, we got Ultimate Alliance three. And we got all the phone games, and then we got fucking uh, Fortnite with all this stuff, and seeing Wolverine, Storm, and Mystique, and uh, Doctor Doom is really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's super cool. It's super cool that they didn't just be like, "We're gonna add all the Avengers in," or like Here's you know, like all Ant the Man. The yeah, like like they actually put like some variety into like the skins that you get from this season. Yeah, like like I don't know how long it's been since I've seen freaking Doctor Doom, like. Well, because he hasn't been relevant because he was part of the Fox stuff. But exactly, that's my point. Is that like, and now he, and now he's in arguably one of the most popular games of the last like yeah. couple of years. Kids are now so, going to want to know who Doctor Doom is. Exactly, which is good for the X Men and like the Fantastic Four and all them. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it's going to drive up uh, ticket sales uh, when the movies come out and the, the trailers drop. Because it's like, I know that guy. He's from Fortnite. Let's go see that's the movie. Mr. That's the Fortnite man. Yeah, you got the Dominion in Fortnite. He took over Pleasant Park. <laughs> Look, it's Steve Fortnite. Is Mr. Fortnite, man. It's actually Jonesy Fortnite, thank you. No, his name is Steve. He's the creator of Fortnite. Steve Fortnite. Steve Minecraft? Fortnite. Yeah. And then uh, I've been, I, I chose a game in my backlog that I decided to pound through, and it was uh, Dead Rising 4, Frank's Big Package. Not as bad as everyone's saying it was, but not that good. Like <laughs> Very rage-inducing, uh, at least with some of the DLC. CJ uh, was, was listening uh, yeah. to me yell a lot. Yeah, so I, the, I the listened. The main story's okay. Uh, you don't spend enough time in the mall for the main story. Like, you're in there for literally one chapter and then right at the end. Uh, otherwise, you're running around in, like, little military bases and fucking smacking up train yards and stuff. But uh, the gameplay's fun. It's more zombie stuff. Frank is back, so that's cool. And then, spoiler alert, this game came out years ago. Right at the end, Frank dies in the main story mode. Frank fucking dies. And when that happened, I was like, CJ, did they just do what I think they did? And he was like, dude, it's canon. And I was like, no! Yeah. There's no fucking way Frank is dead. So then uh, I downloaded the DLC, and the Frank Rising DLC takes place after the main story. And it's Frank as an evolved zombie, which is the new zombie that, come, uh, that came out in this game. They're basically like smart zombies. And... Uh, one of the doctors gives Frank uh, this medicine that makes him half zombie, half human. And then the only way for him to become full human is if he does these things. So Frank comes back to life. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, if they wanted to leave a cult, like a, a lasting impact for Dead Rising 4, you kill Frank off. Sure. I was pissed, but I understand where they were going. Frank's run his course. He's been in like every single game. But I think the fans' reaction to that was so poor that Frank Rising was a result of that. Because Frank Rising came out way later. But seeing how Frank Rising is played, it's a very small DLC that can be finished within one hour. And, oh, wow. Well, because yeah. you only have an hour and a half to finish it because you're timed. Because after an hour and a half, um, the military carpet bombs the place. That's fucked So up. you have an hour and a half to finish what you have to do. 
But it, it's such like a quick and simple DLC that it seems like they did it so fast they because they were like, because we got Frank's got to be alive. Frank's got to be alive. Fans are getting right. pissed. So yeah. spoiler alert: Frank does come back. So that was cool. Uh, then I tried a bit of Capcom Heroes in the game. Uh, it's basically the main story mode, but you play as Frank, who gets to dress up as Mega Man and Ryu and Cammy <laughs> and do all their abilities from the video game. So that's really cool. You get to be Dante too. Um, Ooh, cool. Yeah. And then Ultra Mini Golf is a mini golf game with Dead Rising zombies. So that's kind of cool. Dead so yeah, Rising. I played uh, through Dead Rising Four. Pretty good, not the best. Alex, round us up. What the fuck did you play? I've been playing some of that Apex Legends again because Boosted. I gotta be getting those battle pass levels. Oh, so I showed CJ Mas Queso yesterday the song, and he oh, was like, yeah? he was like, did you find out about this song because uh, you you watched the the Apex Legends trailer? And I was like. No, but that's probably where Alex found it, because Alex showed me this yeah, when we were playing Fall Guys the other day. What else? Yeah, that's where I got it from. Because he had said, oh, listen to this song, and I looked it up on YouTube, and I was looking at, like, the uh, search results, mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, it was, like, the first three were the actual song, and then right underneath it was, like, the Apex uh, Apex Lessons Season 6 Boosted trailer, and I'm like, did Alex find this? I yeah. was, like, thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is how we found it. I did find it. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's a good song that we've now, I guess, all listened to. CJ, do you like it? It's okay. I don't. It's I, and it's. I mean, it's. I don't think I would say it's like a banger, banger, but like. Oh it's wow! Good. It's a banger. Hunt, he, he, Hunter, he, yeah, Hunter. <laughs> me and Hunter, like, dude, this, this is the song of the summer. It's a banger. This is the song. It's, it's a straight banger. banger. I told CJ I listened to it at work while closing one day, and I was fucking like dancing around, like fucking. Yeah, man. Oh, I was going ham. Hey, fucking hardcore. Yeah. The song slaps. <laughs> uh, put it on repeat. Listen to it like ten times. Yeah, yeah it's good. Uh, yeah, so Apex Legends. That game has been eating up some of my free time. I uh, played a little bit of Fall Guys with you this week, Hunter. Just a yeah. little bit. I didn't play any other Fall Guys uh, after that. We, me and Ryan, we tried to get you to play the other uh, night, but blew us off. Well, my, my lady was uh, leaving Wednesday night, so I was like, I'll just, uh, you know finish out my day with her before she leaves you know it was my last free day with her she's going back up to school so Good for yeah covid yeah, but and, she's going uh, played some xenoverse 2 this week because oh, they uh, put out that uh, new update it's and dude, time. This, it fucking reminded me why i stopped playing this game like six <laughs> months ago <laughs> nice because they put out dude they put out uh, the supreme kaya time right as a new playable character we talked about that but they don't tell you how to get her Oh, so like she's you, not just free. you jump into the game, right? And they're like, "There's an event going on," but the message board in Xenoverse has been broken since day one, and they've never bothered to fix it. So when yeah, you go to the message they? board, it just says <laughs> no new events or no oh, updates shit. available. So that's cool. So you have to like go and find uh, Trunks sitting by like the World Tournament area, and you have to talk to him, and then you have to play like five or six fights, and then they're like, "Wow, good job! You played through five or six fights." We should do that again sometime. <laughs> and then you have to talk to Trunks, and you have to play through those same five or six fights again. And then you unlock the Supreme Kai of Time. And then they're like, great. Now if you want to get her moves and some other stuff and some super souls and stuff, then you just got to keep playing these missions. They basically just turn those missions into parallel quests. Oh, and, and yeah, you guys know how it is to grind for stuff in those. So. CJ knows more I'm, so than anybody. I'm like, why did you guys think that this was what we wanted? Uh, they they announced Ultra Instinct Goku's moves were coming to the playable characters, but uh, cool, they're I only guess. gonna they're gonna be in the Time Patroller Metal Shop. 
That's and dumb. You have to wait for like a specific day for them to show up, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new customizable characters are not yet available. <laughs> You're going to be getting specialized keys that you have to play raid events for to unlock them, and then you bring those keys to the little training guy, and he gives you a new partner to customize. So that's awful. I don't know why Xenoverse chooses to do the things they do. And they also announced that Broly's outfit was coming to the game, but that's also a raid Which one? Shirtless Broly or? No, like the uh, new... um, Ah, Okay, the good shit. Yeah, regular Broly where he's armored up. But that's uh, coming on, like, next week. So they just don't... sounds kind of stupid. Yeah, they, they keep, like, adding shit to the game, but they're like, this is a game as a service at this point. And that's kind of the thing that I don't like about Xenoverse. It's like, there's so many characters, and it's so easy to play, and it's a good time to watch. It's like, but you guys are just, like, fucking dumb with the way you put <laughs> stuff into this game. Why does it take so long to get? Why is it? Why do you have to go through so many hoops to get things? It really yeah. feels like, like a game as a service, and that's kind of a turnoff for it. They're mm-hmm. trying to stretch out, like this very small amount of content that they've given into like you know it could if you had just given it to them it would have been only like maybe like half hour an hour worth of content when in reality they're like let's stretch it out to a 10 hours worth of content yeah the problem is they're still making shit for this game stop making it they need to just make a new game yeah just and they they also they left like a little uh thing in there for ooh look we updated the partners and uh we may add in more soon so be on the lookout for that it's like are you telling me you guys are gonna do more playstation 5 playstation for this 5. game it's like you guys need to stop making things for xenoverse 2 xenoverse and like shut down that branch of your department and just move on to the next thing because i don't the only people that are like still genuinely playing Xenoverse 2 are the people who make content on it, and I've stopped following them too, because <laughs> how can you still be playing Xenoverse 2 every single day like it's a real thing that you Got do it. in 2020? Yeah, I just I'm don't get mind. it. The game it's, gets stale just, too fast for me. It got so stale so fast. Dude, yeah. they couldn't even spike up the hair when you went Super Saiyan. It's like, this is level... <laughs> yeah. You just go yayo. Not putting effort into it that they're at, so... <laughs> Say... That's kind of where I'm at at this yeah. point, that yeah. game. And that's what I've been playing. All right. CJ, close us out, por favor. Oh, right. Uh, so thank you for listening. This has been uh, Pound That Button. You can follow the podcast at Pound That Button on social media. You can follow Hunter at Scruffy Moose Man on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow Alex at The Big Lebowski. Yeah, uh, with uh, a Twitter with a three yeah. before the e. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to say with a three oh, before the e. In the best. <laughs> Everyone's learning about. It. <laughs> uh, and you can follow me, CJ, at Mr. Baboon Man on Instagram and at Man Baboon on Twitter. Uh, leave a review, a rating, and don't forget to subscribe and keep pounding that button, guys. We'll uh, see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.